Practicing the Kyoto Protocol last year, more than a few eyebrows were raised when the Bush administration unveiled a global warming plan of its own. The Bush plan differs somewhat from the floundering global agreement in that it seeks to make the entire planet into a smoldering fire pit. The Bush global warming plan will begin to superheat the world first by detonating all nuclear weapons in our oceans. Then, through a combination of giant oil fires, torching of forests and third world dwellings, and a new Homeland Inferno project, the world's average surface temperature should approach 350 degrees by as early as this spring. The new super-hot climate will make outdoor cookouts affordable, accessible, and simple for everyone. Mr. Bush stated that he envisions, quote, a world where every nation has that great backyard barbecue smell, unquote. And while Mr. Bush's ambitious plan has its share of detractors, few can resist the allure of a sizzling Texas barbecue and a hickory smoke-flavored planet. Good morning, Carbondale. 
I wanted to play that song because, well, for a couple reasons. The primary reason was the simple fact that I got to see that artist when I was up in the Midwest Renewable Energy Fair. Oh, that's cool. Yep, so that was Windmill Baby <laughs> from, um, the guy's name is Bryce Black. So, um, I am still not recovered from the big energy fair oh. up in Wisconsin. I mean, five-day trip, well, one, you know, ten hours up. Actually, it took us 16 hours to come back because mm. we were um, taking our time. It was uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am worn out but re-energized with the future of renewable energy. So, mm. you mean renewable energy has a future? Um, well, mm. it has a now. It so has a now. Okay. Hopefully, the now creates a future. So, yeah, probably will. Today happens to be Friday, the 25th of June. It oh, does. first day of summer, I went swimming. Oh, yeah. That was always. And it might be the only time, some summers, it's. I've been so busy, it was the only time I actually went swimming. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so, um, get the crew together. I had a crew of 10 people go up with me to the Midwest Renewable Energy Fair, and they were awesome <laughs> helping out. So, um you know my company had a booth so we were celebrating 11 years of installing solar so yeah it was uh -huh. an anniversary anniversary party and anniversary sale and all that good stuff so yeah um and it's actually pretty much about the same time i started the solar company started doing this radio show so we're going to have to pick, like, an exact date so we oh, can yeah. start celebrating anniversary. I was thinking, since it's probably close anyway, we should pick July 4th. 4th of July? Yeah, I think that'd be a good anniversary, because we'll remember it and can celebrate the freedom of being to talk on the radio. There you go. I mean, it was it was June, July, August. Those were the months that I eased myself into, because there was people who were actually, you know... At that time, the station manager was running the show and invited me to come on the show and then before you know it i had the show <laughs> yeah and i do know that by august i was fully doing the show so i mean july's a good bin port then um i didn't talk for a while <laughs> i remember that being it was a two-hour show and i didn't talk this music <laughs> it was music and um pre-recorded stuff but as the year progressed because of y2k <laughs> i started making fun of y2k i yeah. started doing a lot of shows because i was you know in the energy field and i understood you know what was happening as far as the um what was it the survival people because there were you know i was in tune with a lot of the survivalist people yeah so uh -huh. i was i remember i remember distinctly a newspaper article talking about someone you know installing a large generator for the end of the world and I was just like, uh, yeah, how are you going to power that generator? <laughs> yeah, that'll keep you going for a week or two till the oil <laughs> runs out. I was just like, um, that was pretty interesting. That I definitely made fun of that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's fair. <laughs> so again, today is Friday the 25th of June, which happens to be Take Your Dog to Work Day. Hmm. That's every day for some people. Yeah. It's also the anniversary of the Battle of Little Bighorn, which has also been known as Custer's Last Stand. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to make an, uh, a Native American joke. Um, do you know what type of shirt 
Custer was wearing at that battle. <laughs> no, what type of shirt was he wearing? He was wearing an Arrow shirt. <laughs> hey, Arrow happens to be a brand. <laughs> so. Yeah, he was. Yep. So one one of the only times the Native Americans actually won against the U.S. Cavalry. So yeah. So let's see. Uh, oh yeah, I actually just heard about this last night. Coming up uh, tomorrow night, the lunar eclipse. Uh, th- those of you who keep track of moon cycles might have realized, oh, this is the full moon coming up tomorrow. But I kind of noticed I have a hard time sleeping when there's a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very it, very light-sensitive man. Yeah, but it's actually going to be a lunar eclipse, so exciting times. What time, do you know? I know. Um, I don't remember the exact time, but... Uh, well, just stay up all night and find out. Yeah, stay up all night and watch the moon and find out. That's, yeah. that's the most fun way to do it. It'll yep. come as a surprise. And they actually have, um, whenever there's a full moon, they have free canoes and paddle boats at the campus lake. Oh, yeah. If you're a student, you have to, you know, find a friend that's a student, they have to show their ID. Yeah, swipe the card. Yeah, but normally it's only free during the day. But now it's free at night, too. So get out there and paddle out on the lake watching the full moon. So (laughs) Yeah. So let's see. It's the strawberry moon is one of the names given to this moon. And Saturday is also the UN International Day in support of victims of torture. So, Sunday is America's Kids Day and Decide to Be Married Day. <laughs> it's not Get Married Day, but it's Decide to Be Married Day. <laughs> so I think it's like if you're already married, decide you're actually married. Yeah. You know, it's also Descendants Day. Um, and the, uh, Sunday is National HIV Testing Day. And the anniversary of the Industrial Workers of the World, that's the day it was founded. Yeah, I've just been reading some of their history in uh, People's History of the United States. And it's the birthday of the Happy Birthday song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to the birthday song. Happy birthday, dear birthday song. (laughs) That's Sunday, so you must sing happy birthday to the birthday song. Yes. (laughs) So Monday is... uh, Please take my children to work day. It doesn't say... <laughs> it doesn't I'll, say take them to your own work. It says, hey, take these kids, you know. It doesn't say take your children to work day. It says, please take my children to work day. Yeah, these kids are on summer break. i got to do something with them. <laughs> Here, you take them to work. Take them to your job. <laughs> it's like... Oh, it's also the... Uh, Monday is also the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots in 1969, a turning point in the struggle for gay and lesbian liberation. Tuesday is the 29th of June, working, ending the month here, getting pretty close. There's a few religious holidays, the Feast of Tammuz, Peter and Paul Day, Saint P- and St. Peter's Day. That's all next Tuesday. Yes, and uh, Wednesday is the, uh, uh, the leap second adjustment time. Is that like the time adjustment it's like like leap year, but every once in a while they have to adjust the leap it. leap second? Yeah, just to balance it out. Yeah, I, I've heard about that. I, I thought it was adjusted for on, like, you know, the 29th of February, but I guess not. And then every once in a while, I mean, I think it's just every second step you have to leap. <laughs> the leap second. Yeah, the leap second, in honor of adding a second to our, uh, our day on that day. Well, I don't know, is that the day they add a second or subtract a second? I think add. I'm sure. 
I try not to keep track of time because it's <laughs> like, why even bother? You're going to be late all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can leap every second step in honor of the extra second. It's also Wednesday's the anniversary of the NOW, National Organization for Women. Next Thursday, there's a few anniversaries. It's the anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg, the anniversary of the first postage stamp. I suppose before that, was it free? The anniversary of the first U.S. zoo. You could mail a letter to the first zoo on the same day. The anniversary of Medicare. And then the anniversary zip codes were inaugurated. Exciting so, times for the post office. Yeah, so they came up with a stamp and they came up with where it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually very excited recently. I got a letter. You know, um, Pomona Post Office is very small. There's not that many. I actually got a letter to Orbeck. Hmm. Pomona, Illinois, 62975. No address no at address. all. Huh. And I got it. Yeah. I mean, they put it in my mailbox. You know, other mail, they just returned it as undeliverable. But yeah. <laughs> the advantages of living in a small town. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Those are our holidays. Now let's get to some happenings. Yes. It's summer. Did you guys know that? Summertime. Yes. This week is the first week of summer. Hmm. Have you noticed? Yes, I have. It's pretty warm out there. Hot enough for you? Huh. So, today, it happens to be Friday, and on Fridays when school's in session, International Coffee Hour. Fridays from 3 to 5 at the Northwest Annex Building B, mixed with SIU students and people from all over the world. Yes, exciting times. You can be part of the international community. I can? <laughs> yes. All right. So, also, another, uh, another Friday... Uh, regular. Uh, there's no theme this week, but the Rice and Spice Dinners. Uh, they are continuing over the summer, and they've got no special theme, so people can come together and uh, make whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the CSA, Community Supported Agriculture. The farmer delivers veggies every week. Yeah. And so those veggies need to be cooked and eaten, or, you know, prepared yeah. for the raw foodist, I mean. <laughs> prepared and eaten. Prepared and eaten, yeah. Or just eaten, I mean. Yeah, if that's just like a cucumber sitting there, you can just eat that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rice and Spice is at Gaia House Interface Center, and um, you should just swing by there to just be really jealous of their garden. <laughs> yeah. The tomatoes are coming in, and the tomatoes are like four foot tall. They just, <laughs> I'm just... Now, the tomato plant's four foot tall, or the actual <laughs> tomatoes? Well, once... You could eat a tomato, and it would make you feel four foot taller. I almost said four foot tall. <laughs> yeah. Most of us, that would be a shrink in height. <laughs> most of us. So, but yeah, it would make you feel four foot taller. Um, we have two farmer's markets, so get. this would probably be the first... Um, actually, I think last weekend they had tomatoes, but now the tomatoes are coming in in force. Farmer's market, Saturday from 8 until noon. One downtown Carbondale, and then one on the west side of town. So... Get your veggies while the veggies are getting. Hmm. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, after the farmer's market on Saturday, they have the Vigil for Peace. That's uh, noon to 1 p.m. on the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale, right by the Town Square Pavilion. It's uh, sponsored by the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois. They're out there keeping vigil until we have peace. And then every Saturday, they're getting pretty close to having this house done. But Habitat for Humanity meets from Saturday from 8 until noon, and the work site is in Carbondale this this year 
at 406 East Burke Street. And they're actually at the point of painting. So if you would like to be involved in helping someone have a house, yes, <laughs> it's like now's a chance to get in there and paint a little bit and just help someone who needs a home. Yeah, you can be your own way of being a superhero by giving someone a house who doesn't currently have one. All right, we'll be right back with the news. Guess what? I think we should talk a little bit about this oil spill. I, I, They're still I've calling it a spill. Yeah. I've heard something about oil leaking in the Gulf. I'm not sure what that's yeah. about. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to your community spirit. That's right. This is your spirit, and this is your community on yes. your community radio. Yes, ninety-one point one FM. This is Ord Energy Mon, and this is Tree Song. <laughs> Superhero Tree Song is in the house. We're going to talk a little bit about the oil apocalypse. Oil apocalypse. <laughs> Have you noticed the press conferences coming from like the White House? They no longer call it a spill. They're starting to call it situation. They're starting to use, like, war words. Yeah. Like, you know, we are attacking the oil spill. This situation, they don't even call it a spill anymore. Yeah. And spill just sounds like, oops. Oops, I spilled a cup of milk. You yeah. Know. It's <laughs> like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> so that's why I try to avoid calling it a spill. Because, you know, well, when, a, like, an oil tanker crashes and spills stuff, and that's a one-time incident, it's a spill. But this is, like... A leak, a geyser, a oil apocalypse. Does, some, does, does anybody around southern Illinois actually have a way to think that they can fix this? <laughs> yeah. the, um, I don't know if you know this, but the EPA actually has a website where you can put your technological fixes on there. Hmm. If you think a guy came by my booth at the energy fair, an Amish guy from... Um, Arcola, Illinois. He sells propane refrigerators. Mm -hmm. And he came by and he said, Did you hear they fixed the oil spill? And Katie's over there already pulling out the laptop and like checking, you know, what, what, looking at it. He's like, Yeah. They put a wedding ring on it and it quit producing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Oh, man. <laughs> and, and that's not even an Amish joke. He has some really good Amish jokes. So. <laughs> yeah. The EPA response to the BP spill in the Gulf of Mexico. If you go to epa.gov slash BP spill, there's tons of information on there, including sections to help learn the issues. Um, they actually monitor it daily. There is a way to submit your technological suggestions, plus ways to ask questions and become just generally better informed. Hmm. So, did you ever see the the... the the thing where you can put your home 
and then they put the oil spill over your home. Yeah. The the map that's going around the internet. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty disturbing. Is it when you do it over Carbondale, it's sort of the oil spill spreads over all of southern Illinois. Yeah, it hits St. Louis. Yeah, it hits St. Louis. It hits uh, some of Kentucky. That's how big it is. And that's what they can see. That's the what they can see, yeah. That's on the top. It also goes down, too, so... Right. I mean, they have no idea what's happening under the water. Yeah. Imagine if, like, in the sky above, you know, Carbondale, there's just this huge plume of oil as far as you could see. Cut it out. I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> that that stuff doesn't happen. Come on. You that's, break. that's what the sea turtles have to imagine right now, so... Oh, okay. So, let's do some stuff to have, like, work on making it so we use less energy. Yeah. How about this? Did you know that Energy Star, um, they actually have a program. If you're actually going to travel this summer, you might as well travel green. If you look for hotels that have earned the EPA's Energy Star rating, that means their carbon footprint on average is 35% smaller than other hotels, and they perform in the top 25% of hotels nationwide for energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. You can find hotels by location that have earned the Energy Star at energystar.gov slash building list. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but the hospital right here um, is one of the most energy efficient hospitals in America. I didn't know that. Yeah, they just, they again won an award from the EPA for how energy efficient they are. Uh-huh. So, um what exactly that award is, I don't remember, but I remember it being an EPA award for their energy efficiency. Yeah. So. And hospitals use a lot of energy, so it's good if you can have the efficiency for them. Yep. So. Yeah. See, I knew about Energy Star appliances. I didn't know they'd gone to uh, uh, hotels and such, too. Oh, I mean, you can get an Energy Star home. I mean, they're very detailed with, you know, how much energy. And, I mean, they're really, you know, giving accolades to organizations and companies that use less energy. Yeah, that's a good thing. Which is kind of funny because when they use less energy, they save a lot of money. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't seem like they should give them a prize for saving money. Uh. Oh, you've saved, like, oh, I have an extra $100 in my pocket this month. Uh. Give me a prize. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's a prize for being smart enough to realize, you know, you can save the planet and save money at the same time. Oh, well, I should get a prize for that, too. You should get one. You walk. Yeah, I walk a lot. Yeah, I mean, they sh- people should just come up. Women, you must go up and give Tree Song a kiss every time you see him walking around because he is saving the planet, the Tree Song Green Machine. I won't object to that. <laughs> so, another something you can do is sign up for our newsletter because I have this really long list of ways to cool your home, no cost, low cost, and slight cost, what's the third? Uh More tips. Um, The easiest and simplest way you can save money cooling your home is replace the furnace filter every month. It gets clogged up with dirt, it starts working harder to suck the air in, and just generally keep you know, keep things clean. Yeah. If it's clean, it operates better. Yeah, and if you're in the summer and that thing's running, you know, all day and all nights, then, you know, the more efficient it is, the more you're going to save. So if you would like this complete list of energy-saving tips, the you can go to the EPA's website. Um, otherwise, you may email us and 
Um, let us know if you just want these tips or if you want to be signed up for our weekly newsletter. Um, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Or you can email me at uh, treesong at treesong.org. Hopefully easy to remember. So sp speaking of air conditioning, uh, yeah, what do you think it'd be like if we had solar-assisted air conditioning? What, use the sun to cool us off? Is that possible? <laughs> I think so. It seems like it'd be possible. Well, I mean, you like, I mean, I use sun to make electricity. So, I mean, you can, and you could use electricity to run an air conditioner. Up till now, it's been a myth. It's been kind of like a dream. People were like, you know, run an air conditioner because air conditioners use a lot of energy. Yeah. However. <laughs> yes, we have uh, solar-powered air conditioning. So solar power air conditioning makes so much sense. Uh, it's hottest when the sun shines. So all the blogs are excited about LG's new eco-friendly solar hybrid air conditioner. Slapping a 70-watt solar panel on top of a 1,000-watt air conditioner is certainly a help, but hardly the holy grail of solely solar air conditioning. Uh, and then they uh, notice the ad. There's an also at Treehuggers they mention uh, a new sun source system. Uh, they claim they can cut energy consumption for heating and cooling in half. So that's a little closer, like getting half of it covered with the sun source system. Well, the so idea is, it, you know, the solar part does not do 100% of the heating and cooling, but it does a percentage of it. Yeah. Part of it is they buy, you know, you buy an air conditioner that uses a lot less energy. I mean, if your air conditioner is over 10 years old, you should replace it because... Any of the new ones on the market now use 30% um, less energy than one that's more than 10 years old. So, um, and then make sure all your vents and all your pipes and all that, um, what is it, ducts. There you go. <laughs> yeah, make sure you have all your ducts in a row <laughs> and that they're insulated because... Yeah, if you don't have that insulation, it's just leaking right out right there. You know, unless you want to air condition under the house, I mean, that's very <laughs> yeah. possible. Keep all the uh, squirrels and raccoons and such happy. Yeah, I mean, you know. They're like, ah, so refreshing. <laughs> it is. So, a study just has come out. This is from the New York Times report. Study affirms consensus on climate change. 97% of scientists still agree Man is causing climate change. You yeah. thought it was hot today? Well, it's hot because... Has it ever been this hot this early in the year? I think so, but it's... Uh, it's staying hot, though. Yeah, it's staying hot. It always makes me think. So, um, anyway, 97% of scientists still agree man is causing c climate change. Yeah. Well, and I want to point out, like, I mean, that for, for a scientist, that's a very high percentage. You know, they're very inquisitive and thoughtful lot who are always, you know, exploring and experimenting to find other right. possibilities. And they base that possibilities on data. Yeah, this is all based on data. This isn't like, well, you know, I, I you know, believe in the tooth fairy. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is all scientists who have looked at data and said, you know, this looks like it's man-caused, human-caused climate change. I mean, I don't know if even that higher of a percentage of scientists believe in, like, you know, the evolution of subatomic particles like you know muons and bosons and all that Ooh, <laughs> so if we're fancy words there yeah <laughs> it's like so we're 97% we're of scientists agree that it's true so that's pretty intense we should we should take that into consideration in our public policy possibly I mean 
Um, now, all this climate change and um, heat waves has kind of been hitting me over the head and tend to, like, I don't know, kind of overwhelm me just a little bit. So um, we've got 16 tips for avoiding climate burnout. This is an excellent article. However, I cannot give you all 16 tips. I can give you a couple of them. If you would like all 16 tips, again, I must email it to you info at yourcommunityspirit.org and I'll email you ways to keep from going climate crazy. Um, this is a big deal for me because I'm actually going um, this Sunday and Monday to get retrained mm -hmm. by um, what's his name? Um, um, Al Gore. <laughs> Your friend Al. Yeah, um, well, I don't know about friend, but <laughs> I mean, there's only 1,200 of us in the United States have been trained by him to do the Inconvenient Truth presentation. Yeah. Now he has a new book and a new presentation that's all about solutions. Yeah. Which so is good. Up till now it's been, you know, the Inconvenient Truth. The whole world's ending. Let's scare the living daylights out of everybody. And now, yeah. okay, after a while, people want some hope. They want yeah. some solutions. What do you do? Once you realize the problem's there, you know, how do you act? So... These are some good tips, like one tip, anxiety and stress, you know, uh, finding ways to deal with the anxiety and stress of the situation. Well, I mean, we do a pretty good job. We just make fun of everybody. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, you know, some people consider it dark humor, you know, but I think it's a way to realize that something's wrong and yet still find funny, you know, humor, you know, relief of the tension by laughing at it. It's like, ha, 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 the world's ending. Yeah, it's like if you see a big monster, you want to be able to laugh at it so it's not as scary. Well, you don't want to, you want to run a little bit. Yeah, you want to be sure you're not within, you know, attack range when you laugh at it. So, do you often feel like you might live in a parallel universe? Don't people see that we are heading straight off a cliff? You know, people who toss their water bottle into the trash, leave their SUV idling, and sit out this light, this fight, this is a chance to, you know, this is a fight of our lives. This is a chance to actually make a serious difference with small things in our lives. Yeah. And that's the exciting part, is you do a small thing, and you are saving the human race. Yeah. It's just like, woohoo! It's <laughs> like, all right, let's save the human race. So, um... If you would like a list of, you know, some of the things that you can do to save ourselves and save the planet, the probably the most important thing is to do physical exercise. Yeah. You know, take take care of yourself physically and spiritually. Um, and get out of doors. Get yeah. outside. Physical exercise is essential because it creates endorphins. Endorphins are the body's natural painkillers. And... Um, Endorphins actually fight, um, what's it, psychic pain, you know, mental pain also. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so just a little movement, um, well, makes you happier. So get off your butt. Go. Well, it might be too hot to go outside, but you would walk around the block and you'd feel like you did exercise. <laughs> yeah, and you could, you know, do the whole uh, early morning or late night thing. Ooh, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. This has been another exciting, informative, slightly in your face. Yeah, a little bit. And if you would like really in your face, please email us your suggestions, your accolades. And don't forget, 
your money. Mm. I've received two emails with the money attached. You know, <laughs> just pictures of money, but yeah, that's, that's good enough. enough. Yeah. So support your community radio station by supporting us. Have a happy first week of summer. Yes, enjoy. Go swimming.